Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Flank. I'm joined by my friend, my duo, Mike Penn. You guys already know the deal, man. I'm here with Ben, Jay, and Asim. Ben, say hello. Hello, hello. How is your day so far today, Tom? Uh, pretty good, Ben. I just, uh, you know, we did a little watch party. I was watching the matches with you. I honestly wasn't going to do that, but there's a little bit of, you know, a few delays today, Ben. A few delays. Yeah, there were some issues with the stream. We're hoping to get this show in before the Knicks game started. But oh, no, dude, you've been talking about this Knicks game all, <laughs> all fucking day. The, yeah, it's, a, it's a big game, bro. Listen, guys, Ben might be a little distracted today. I have a feeling that Ben is going to have the Knicks game on another monitor, and he's going to be distracted. <laughs> yeah, that is, in fact, what's going on here, bro. Uh, see, he's already doing it. He's already fucking doing <laughs> it. The lamp, everybody's saying they can't see straight with the fucking lamp. So let me let me change the colors. Hey, we also got Parasite here today. Uh, he'll be joining us as well. Parasite, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm just excited to get into this match. This London one, London and uh, Dallas was really fun. Oh yeah, man! The first match, we'll kick things right off. We'll we'll switch some screens over here. Let's get right into it. We got London Royal Ravens going up against the new Dallas Empire. Both teams actually had some new players. You have Afro and Alex that are joining London, and then you got Vivid uh, joining Dallas, right in place for Fellow. So. Obviously, some good matches today. Oh, Ben, no vetoes today. What, you're going to skip right through? What's going on uh, here? I'm, trying, I'm skipping right to map one. We don't got not really much to talk about. Uh, see what match. happens, guys. There's a Knicks game yeah. on, and all of a sudden, yeah, forget the, the vetoes. The forget. only thing that was really interesting of the vetoes, and uh, this, I guess, benefited London, is they're a completely new team. Yeah. So they're probably not going to be uh, vetoing the same maps. Uh, and Dallas, uh, obviously, adding Vivid. I mean, it's not going to shake their, their play style up much, in my opinion. So uh, I think London, I guess, had the uh, advantage when it came to, like, vetoes. I mean, the one thing I will say is London did get pretty good hard points for them. I know they ended up losing map four, but APOC has been one of their stronger maps as of late as a team. So was an interesting set. We, we've seen Dallas start to play this map recently, but was a map that they stayed away from for literally most of stage three. So interesting mm -hmm. to see that slide in. Th this is not the map where they lagged out, right? This no, no, I, sk I skipped that. And now All right, because obviously, it. guys, there's a little bit of confusion today with, uh, with the lag out. A lot of people were arguing a little bit. I saw some arguments happening on Twitter. Um, what was the whole argument? Did London think they should have won? They should have won, got the map winner, or what was even going on? Like I was very confused. I'm not, I'm not really sure. I haven't gotten the, the skinny. Do you yeah. want to ask? Uh, do we have a special guest who can talk? We about do it? have a special guest. He goes by the name of Reese, aka Vivid, but he's not on uh, unmuting. I haven't been the call. I, I gave him a couple uh, folks. Th there was one interesting I saw. Uh, one interesting thing I saw on Reddit actually was uh, they switched cameras off of him from the spectator POV on this uh -huh. map. Where yeah. Reese, I think it looked like he got stuck in the ground, or he was like lagging. So he might have had PC issues even throughout this map. Uh, um, I didn't, I didn't really get to watch it. I just no, saw it on Reddit. They switched was, off him. That was during the the first map. That was like right when he like got scanned or he lagged out. Oh, there was, was a replay. So there was a replay before yeah, there was this. Yeah, there's a replay in like an hour delay. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure it was J Cap talking about it with Marky B on Twitter. If I can see if I can find it, but. I'm pretty sure Marky B and Shane and them were were going at it, or they weren't going at it, but they were just saying that they probably should have, I don't know, got the win or something. I don't know what the hell they were saying. Um, if you want to switch to the gameplay, we'll we'll get right into it. All right, we'll switch to the gameplay. Fuck it, fuck the tweets, fuck it. Ben's rushing yeah. me today. I don't know. Like, apparently, I'm not. Was... I'm not rushing. We'll, we'll talk about the tweets after. Let's get in the gameplay. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Let's get right into it. Ben, off the off the get go, it was very back and forth. Um, yeah. Obviously, Dallas, they, they pick up uh, Vivid, and we already said this, London picking up Afro. Afro, he looks pretty good. I mean, he, he dropped a 1.13 today, so he, he did his thing for his debut. I really enjoy watching his POV. I think he's a great player, and I think he's going to do a lot for his team. And then Alex, on top of that, was playing well. We, that was the question mark, at least for me, is I personally didn't know how Alex was going to play. Because you had somebody like Zed who was doing his thing for this London roster, and then you you just kind of switch it up. You get him off the roster, you, Alex comes back into the mix. 
you bring in Alex. And I thought they were working really well off each other today, uh, today Ben. Yeah, I mean, in all three respawn maps, I mean, London looked good. They won this map. They won the control pretty convincingly. And we'll get to Dallas's control struggles later. And then the Garrison Hardpoint got pretty close at the end. Uh, more, I, it just kind of ended up falling short for uh, for London today was they got clutched up on that round 11 on Express, and we'll get to that. And the, mm -hmm. the standoff wasn't particularly close in the game five. Yeah, One of something that, uh, that actually bugged me. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, there, no, no. Tom. Go ahead, Chris. Um, I, I love when you the speak. stats overall for this like series. And for a series that went map five, the damage numbers, the damage numbers overall for the entire series were very, very low. Yeah. And it was really weird to me because you're playing a map like APOC and you're playing a map like Garrison, who are, or which are maps where you're engaging a ton. And it was just a really strange series, like for me. I think as a control, the control was very fast. Oh, okay. It was a, pre it was a pretty quick 3 0, so. That makes that sense. I actually got a response from Envoy. He said he might come on today. He said just to let okay. him know when we're talking we about like the that. matches. So, guys, I know you guys, a lot of you guys wanted to talk uh, to Envoy. So, shout out to Dylan Envoy uh, for possibly making time today. It's not a guarantee. But he might come on and uh, and show some love. So you oh, know, we appreciate. Map four the guys was not here. included, by the way, uh, for the stats. So that's where the disparity is, I guess. Oh, that looks funny. Yeah. It wasn't included. Yeah, I don't know. That's what somebody Why? said in the chat. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe they just didn't take them down and just oh. didn't add them to the sheet. I'm not entirely sure what. They may just talk on the damage stats. They may have to get them afterwards, but it's all mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think the the story of this map came down to a couple of like weird plays on on some P2s and some P4s. I'm gonna kind of skip ahead, guys. Sort of the tail end of this rotation. Dallas does a good job of starting fighting back on this P1 and P2. Great streak by Illy, by the way. A lot of yeah. people were or had been questioning Illy, but the first couple of maps he was really showing out. Um, he ended up slowing down a little bit, but I mean, this guy he he went on a crazy streak. I just think the Craig fits him a lot better. I'm gonna be honest. I feel like it's a do it all gun. I feel like he's able to do more with it. He can he can set him himself up in better spots. He could just kind of play a little bit more kill hoary. To be honest, where with a sub, you got to get a little bit more in the mix. You you got to hit certain routes. There's certain things that you got to do. So. I just personally think the Craig fits him a lot better. And I don't know if you guys agree with me or not. I mean, based on the series, yeah, it definitely looks that way. Uh, mm. we'll, we'll have to see how consistent he keeps playing because that's always the worry with me with Ender just from watching their team play. Uh -huh. Even with the M4 meta, uh, which was a better gun than the Craig is now, um, he still had these really streaky, you know, he had a really streaky play style where he'd, he'd play really well. And then other series, he was he was playing abysmal. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But honestly, it was a good showing, uh, at least for this map, for sure, uh, from, from Ender. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I agree I agree with the take and, like, the consistency out of him. Really, both of any of their AR players, let's be honest, mm -hmm. has been a problem for them all season. I think it's a little bit of their control problems as well. So if he can find a form now that they've got Reese Vivid, it seems like between Shotzi and Vivid, they should be sort of at the sub part. If they can get kind of the flux roll and they are some more consistency, I think that will help them out. I think the other thing with the Vivid move, too, that, that – um, I think we'll help them out. His search has been a huge problem for them all year. Uh, control recently as well. Uh, Vivid's been a fantastic S&D player ever since he joined LA Gorillas last year. If he can bring a few extra kills in the S&Ds and they can kind of start to get more informed in that map, they're going to clutch up more series and put themselves in a position to kind of get back in that top four conversation. Yeah, I think, sure. I think Vivid started a little slow today. I think it's going to take some time for him to get, you know, into this roster a little bit. It's always hard, man, when you when you get put into a roster and they already have a certain way of playing and you're kind of the new guy on the block. It's yeah. very difficult at the highest level, guys, to really get into rhythm and really start to, you know, get your confidence in there. So I think Vivid, as the series went on, he looked like he got more comfortable as time went on. Um, so I think, you know, if you give this Dallas team a little bit more time, I think they have a lot of potential to be a great team. And to be honest, they were going up against a difficult team, too. I think both these teams were in the honeymoon stage, and I think both these teams have incredible uh, players on their roster. So 
This was yep. a really good match, and Ben, I see that you paused when uh, Illy was using his, th this uh, streak at the end. Anything that caught your eye here? Yeah, I mean, I, I would have gotten back and forth. This is a good play, not bad play. I mean, I, I think they were in a position where the, the streak wasn't a bad play. Mm -hmm. what, what did become an issue is they got on the site here, and then they just got zero kills. And they got zero kills and then spawned out, and that was basically the game at this point. It did get a little bit mixy on the P5 and let it play through. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, they kind of whiffed and didn't get anything from this investment. They ended up having to fight for a break on P5, which they got for a few seconds and then got broke back. Alex made the play there. He got yeah, like a three from the side of Coop. And uh, going back to that streak, though, it, it is a really tricky. It's really tricky to streak, and especially with the cruise missile on this map, because a lot of the hills that you could streak, like P, like even P2s this way, there's a lot of foliage like on the top of the yeah. map. So it's, it gets really hard to actually curve your streak accurately when uh, you're not used to it, I guess. Yeah, now, I don't mind the streak usage at all. I thought it was a good time for him to use it, but London do a good job getting the kills and just making it mixy and, and flipping those spawns out. Dallas is able to get in, but if I remember correctly, Paul Lex gets the entry, London gets some kills, and they end up closing this series out. So, I mean, just a good map one out of London to come out on this first uh, on this first series. And just, uh, you know, especially after the restart, it's always hard when you're, when you're frying and then something happens and you have to restart the match. So good composure out of them to just come out and take this first map against Dallas. But then we go into an express S&D, um, and this was another good one, Ben. Yeah, I mean, we'll watch a couple of select rounds, and then we'll watch the round 11. Mm. Um, I think you have two really good express teams. They matched up, and it was a, a well-played map. Both teams have a lot of confidence on defense to rotate from site to site and set it for retakes and then offense. I mean, we'll talk about the play. I mean, dude, Shotzi on the A-bomb side is a problem on offense. His movement, his ability to, to get out of danger, yeah. and his finesse is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. He, it's just the playmaking ability that that kid has is insane. I mean, the, I feel like he could just bail himself out of so many just bad situations. It's just, it's honestly so fun to watch. I love watching a kid play. Um, just, the, bro, I feel like it always gets to this point, that time of the year where certain players just hit that form. They're hitting their MVP form, and it's that time for Shotzi. Like, I feel like midway towards the end of the year, he just has all his routes yeah. down. He has all his spots down. He has his movement clean. Like, he, people get better as the year goes on as they play the game. Well, you guys got to remember, we play a new game every year. So, constantly, players are learning new movements and different things, different spots. And this Shotzi guy, man, he, he can play. I'm a, I'm a big fan. I, I love watching him. We'll obviously pull it up. <clears throat> and see some individual play but london they go up 3-0 off the break ben yeah and then we get a couple of kind of mixy rounds and then this this uh map gets pretty interesting in the middle so we'll watch a couple of selects just the usual i mean we've seen this a lot on the b-bomb side everybody's just blind countering it's just pure chaos i kind of liked how uh dallas kind of attacked this from defense they weren't trying to square up from bottom tunnel they just all hit middle and then took it from that side so i thought that was an interesting play to them i haven't really seen a hard counter like that before on that side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Parasite, why do why do teams always hit that B-bomb side? I feel like it's just such a, like, everybody's always doing it. Like, everybody's always hitting it out. Like, I feel like A's not hit out as much as it should be. Yeah, I, it's it's definitely a 50-50 going down there to B, especially mm -hmm. on the offense, because if they just, like, counter it well, they're going to beat you every time. I mean, they beat you to the top of the stairs. They beat you to mid, et cetera. And that's, like, that's literally what you saw Dallas do. Yeah. Uh, they got the players mid with zero information from London, and it, they just got blind countered. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, when you're hitting B like that, you're pretty much relying on you just catching one or two of them like off guard yeah. or just hoping that no one's there and they're playing for a retake. And I, I would have liked to see London kind of like, especially you know going with the 3-0 lead playing slower like like slowing down the pace you saw uh -huh. a lot of like three quick mixy rounds yep. where london ended up getting the better of, of empire but that's where you like you want to switch up the pace yeah because at that point you know dallas is going to start you know Adapting. trying to counter yeah exactly right. counter what well, you're doing that's, that's what dallas did they you'll watch these offensive rounds that dallas play at the end of this map they just 
slowed it down. They waited for London to get antsy and make mistakes. And it ended up, the, the rounds got a little mixy, but Dallas was able to kind of clutch up in those situations. Yeah, it's yeah. a mind game. It's a mind game. And, and I think that's like the biggest thing. I think teams need to learn how to adapt in, in the middle of an S&D. If things aren't going your way, or even if things are going your way, you have to do the unpredictable. And if you get to a point where you're predictable, you're going to get comeback on it. And that's exactly what happened in London here. Dallas did a good job just adapting to what they saw. Um, they probably calmed it and just realized that they need to make some changes. And, and that's what they did. Um, they go down 3-0 off the rip. London end up winning another round. Dallas get a couple, but Dallas end up bringing this one back. We see Illy playing the spot. We see how many players play this spot now this, when they this get this. This spot is so annoying. And now. it's like people play for it now. They play for that B-bomb plant so they can just get up on this sign and just finesse that head glitch because, guys, that head glitch, let's be honest, you could just snake up and down. It's very, very difficult to get people out of. So um, you just see people setting up those, uh, those setups and uh, clutching up some of these rounds, but... Um, Dallas, they end up bringing it all the way back. Yeah, having I, I another want to talk good about map. this round, Tom. This was yep. a round that you and I watched. So, so I believe the way this round is playing out is uh, some rotation back and forth. If you look at number six, we'll play this whole round out. Krim goes on a very long flank. Uh, and was a part, it was a really good play out of him, but he takes, takes too long. And the action happens at the A-bomb site. And inevitably, his teammates die. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll watch London will break through middle and ultimately win this round. Yeah, you're saying they waited too long to, to make this play? Oh, or you're Krim, saying Krim, Krim, when Krim, Krim made the Krim, super flank? Yeah, Krim makes a super he flank. He makes a good play. In the back. Yeah, he makes a good play, yeah. but he, you're right. He just, like, I don't know. He just takes the super long guy. He just takes his time. Like, he just takes his good old time. I love the play. I love the playmaking ability that he has, and I like the balls, right? He just he, he has a set of balls. He hits up the middle of the map. He crouch walks all the way around. He sees them. Maybe he's scared of maybe a little bit of sound whoring, Ben. Maybe with all these steps and all these hops. He doesn't want to get sound hoard, so he's trying to be careful with his plays. But he ends up taking one down on the site. But I feel like at that point, London are already pushed up the map. They're already making plays through train. I, I agree with you. It just took too long when we were watching it back. So, you know, Krim, he's not hitting those flanks fast enough. Uh, he's he, he tries to steal my routes, but he's not doing it correctly, Ben. You know what I'm saying, It goes Chris? It goes both ways, though, Tom. So they did get a first blood. So mm-hmm. there's two things that can happen here, right? Yep. You know, once you get a first blood here, that London is going to probably make a play because obviously when you're down on the uh, – on the defensive end, your goal at this point when you lose a man is you got to make a play and stop them from either playing the bomb or regaining man of edge, right? Mm-hmm. So two things can happen. Either their team needs to like hold and do nothing, right? The Dallas guys, while Krim develops his flank, yeah. or Krim needs to speed up on the flank. And yeah. both of them, they they just did the opposite. Krim was slow on his flank, and Dallas also decide to like try planting the bomb and stuff yeah. like that that's where you saw afro push mm-hmm. up to the bomb and kill the bomb carriers so. which i think the main problem for that chris sorry to cut you off is it do you oh, think that's gonna... a communication issue right there you think they're not coming properly in the match uh pro- it's probably a communication issue but it's more so of i just think they they got a little bit ahead of themselves and uh crim didn't realize the speed they needed to play so it was uh-huh. just like it wasn't i wouldn't say more so of a communication error i think it was more so just a misplay from both uh both ends of dallas yeah uh, talk about this play from yeah Krim great right play here. by crim i mean first of all crim six was making plays all game i i mm-hmm. i, I like that he was making plays i like that he was confident in himself to hit certain routes he picks up a submachine gun he's in a 1v1 situation with afro obviously afro the new guy in the block right crim he's he's welcoming uh giving him a little bit of a maybe a warm welcome ben to the league you know, uh, he slides in on him. Yep. Slides in on him. He picks up the sub. So uh, sub six coming out, winning well, the one v one. He pushes this to around eleven. 
I even re noticed, Tom, that was almost a 2v4 for London if, he, if uh, Krim didn't Yeah, they almost that. choked it. Luckily, yeah. Krim, Krim was able to, to clutch up and, and send us to around number 11. And, and this is where uh, things got a little bit mixy. And this is where you start seeing that individual play from Shotzi. I think Krim6 went fucking rogue this round. Yeah, this guy jumped out the fucking window <laughs> like he was fucking Superman in this fucking thing. I said, Porter, what the fuck are you doing? As soon as he did it, I said, who the fuck does this guy think he is? <laughs> I didn't get to see it, so I'm excited. Uh, and it was funny because remember when he was playing New York and he was on the exit on Checkmate and he jumped off the fucking plane? Do you remember that? It happened a few months ago. Mm -hmm. It reminded me a little bit of that. But luckily, Shotzi, he was able to, to pick up his trade and, and dip out with his life. But you'll see it uh, off the rip. It seems like London and Dallas don't know what to do. London's yeah. in their spawn going back and forth. Dallas is in their spawn going back and forth. But then, ultimately, as Ben likes to say, yep. Dallas decided to go over to the A site. And, and Chris, tell me a little bit about this A site and kind of what teams like to do to get this down. Well, obviously, you want to clear all these locker corners and clear the building. But once you get up onto the site, most teams, what they'll do is they'll have a guy go through the mid-train and a guy come through lockers to check each other's corners. And then after that, you basically just want to slide up to the bomb and try to get it down. Mm -hmm. The weird situation that you run into is when players opt to, like, prone by, the, like, the, the, the block near the bomb site. Because yeah. that's a hard spot to check. But once you get that bomb down, like, holding it's just it's extremely easy because you have so many advantageous positions and corners to hold. And that's yep. like, guess what you saw Dallas do here? Once yeah, they got I, the bomb I think down. it's easy to hold, but I think you have to be quick on it. Cause I think if teams wait too long, Chris, I feel like they mm -hmm. can get pinched out. There's so many, there's so many places where people could come from. And if they corner themselves into this little building on the A site, I feel like sometimes you're just putting yourself in a shit spot, but I think yeah. Dallas does a good job getting that bomb down They're, They make a quick decision to get it down two V two situation. Um, this is where Chris, look at him, look, where the fuck is he going, Chris? This guy jumps out of the fucking window like he's fucking Batman and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? But Shotzi again, he picks up yeah. the trade, he gets out with his life. He's, he's, he's like a little, he's like a little slithering snake all around the map. He's all over the place. He's hard to keep track of. And he just makes a good heads up play and ends up clutching the 1v2. So Crim6 with a little bit of a distraction. Um, and Shotzi with a big trade ends up getting out with his life and we send this to a map number three with the series tied up at one We go into a garrison control and and this one got uh, real mixy real fast, man Yeah, we keep using the word mixy. I so here's my thing about London on this map is and you and I kind of noticed this when we were watching this I think they they run three subs a lot on this map and I think it's a good play to them because it gives them a lot of speed Especially on offense and they go first round. We haven't seen a lot of teams do or we've seen phase do it uh, and, a, and at least one other team, but not a lot of teams have like, say, this is YOLO A off the start, get a couple of techs, and then we'll work B, and it'll make our lives easier at the end of the round. Just a really good offensive play from London. They had won the defense prior. They ended up just getting a 3 0, just a, a full speed, two defenses, and one nice. Oh, offense yeah. It, it happened so fast. It was just good good plays by yep. by London, to be honest. So, so, when I actually played on London, and I'm still fairly sure they keep the same philosophy of how they play control, mm -hmm. um, the reason they run three subs, and they even do it sometimes on other maps, like in situational, like, like niche scenarios the reason they do this is because a lot of the time what they'll do is if they get pushed up on the map right and they're exchanging kills a lot of the time map map position comes down to like a race right yeah. and at least before with the meta with the sub actually being quicker and the the krig being slower even with the pistol it became to a point where if you just had subs you were out aggressing the other team and beating them to spots when you had map control so i guess that's like i guess what they're uh their like their theory is in mm -hmm. terms of why they run three subs a lot of the time like in it. controls. I yeah, like I don't it, mind it. I, like I don't it a mind lot. it. I think um, it's exciting to watch, and I, I think they just put the pressure on the other team. They force them to make mm -hmm. plays. You know, they just put yeah. the they put the ball in their court. You know, what as I'm long saying? as you're never getting like spawn trapped, 
um, running three subs is actually really good because it's like I said, it just allows you to keep reinforcing positionings. And especially on this map, you find a lot of close range engagements and it just makes you a lot harder to uh, to trap. Yeah. On, especially on offensive rounds. No, 100%. So, London, they do a great job. Alex went huge here on this offensive round, picking up a big two-piece. Once you cut that eight point, it's easy sailing. We know how hard it is to get that eight point. So, if a team could come out, get that eight point, and now you have Alex just roaming bricks, just being a nuisance. It delays Dallas's push. London's able to get onto that B point and uh, just work some kills and just take this round. Once they go up 2-0, it's pretty much smooth sailing, Ben. Yeah, I mean, well, at this point, we'll, we'll kind of skip through the rest of this round. They get another set of kills, and it's basically over at this point. Mm -hmm. As you'll watch, they'll, they'll suss out the guy top green. It's a three dead. They they kill the guy in lights, who's crim, and it's basically over at this point. Uh, and then the defense, well, we've seen this time and time again on this map. They just put Dallas in that mega blender spawn trap. They can't get any kind of control. They get spawning all the way back P3, and they go ahead and they close this out. It was a big map and a big... Uh, a decent series from Alex. Well, as we play this out, uh, I'll say on the London side, I think this, you know, even though they end up losing this series, I think you feel pretty good about where you're at as a team. Mm -hmm. uh, you had Agreed. really good plays out of Alex and Afro uh, today. Uh, not a great series out of Sean, but, you know, it was like a neg eight, neg, neg nine, and kills. It's not awfully that bad. I think for London, we know that this group's going to be chaotic. Florida beat Toronto yesterday. There might be a lot of upsets in this group. You lose one, that's all good. If you can go ahead and grab three Ws in this group, you might be in a good position to make winners. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. They're a good I, team. I really like what I saw for Alex because obviously I teamed with Alex for a very short stint on uh, London before he went home. And uh, he really he's really playing a lot better uh, from what I've seen in this series, at least than he did uh, prior. He really needed that like uh, break essentially is what he got because he didn't, he didn't even play challengers when he was uh, uh, back home like, right. with the EU. He didn't point. play anything. So he... Full on, took his break, you know, made sure that he was good and ready to, to come back and fry. And just to see him do well is great. Mm -hmm. No, no, it's, it, that's a good point, Chris. I mean, sometimes when you're out of the game for a little while, you kind of lose that touch. And you need to get back into it. But I don't know if he was playing a little bit on the side, maybe not on challengers, but I'm sure he still held the controller. I'm still, he's still been playing a little bit. But you're right, Chris. If he, I know anything good. about him, he was shooting bots because that's what he loved that's to what do. That's he does. That was like, that just, was, yeah. Yeah, he just listens to music and shoots bots. So at least his shot was there. But I'm happy to see that. You know, his situational plays and all that stuff were on point uh, in the series. 100%. We know that the ceiling that this kid can hit. So that mm -hmm. was the question mark for me is how is Alex going to play in this series? And, I mean, just look at the POV. It's just the eye test, right? You watch him play. You see he's moving good. He's shooting good. It's it's always good watching him play. So shout out to the London guys, man. R regardless, they lost the series today. But uh, I just really enjoyed watching them play. We actually had a listen in here from London. Let's go on board with them and see how they're sounding. Wait, 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 still left, still left. Behind you. Back left. Right, 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 right,
That was an amazing play, by the way. Yeah, amazing play. I actually have something to say about that, Chris. Are you talking about the streak when he jumped out the play or jumped out the, the map? Yeah, that's been like a thing for a while, yeah, and yeah. it still yeah. catches people, Chris, which why, is mind blowing. Why don't people streak outside the map? Uh, pff, I couldn't tell you. You know honestly. what I'm saying? Put the like, first like streak. Easy kill if you streak outside the yeah, map. Yeah, streak out. Put one outside the map. Put one on the green behind the green tank, and then put one by the hop up. Get them off hill. Just just focus on getting the guys off the hill, so that at least they can get in. I just feel like the play is so predictable now. I've seen oh, yeah. that. I've seen that play happen 20 times, Chris. Yeah, Ender uh, Ender loves doing that, but Krim actually did it. What I want, what I would have liked to see them do is you put one on the ramp on the outside of the map. You put one on the ledge underneath the map, like behind uh -huh. it, and then you put yeah. the other one like towards the brick door, and that covers literally every single part of the hill. Uh -huh. And even if they opt to stay on the point. So a lot of people don't know this. The artillery doesn't actually just blow up on impact. Like if it if it's like a certain level above the impact of the artillery, it'll kill them even if it's like sh like not actually hitting on the same floor as them. So it probably would have killed them even if they stayed on the point. Uh, so you're saying it doesn't matter what level the, the streak hits on, it'll still hit them. You're saying? Uh, yeah. The only the only uh times that's not really a thing is on raids. So like you can lay down on the outer border and it won't hit you uh -huh. on like the P5. But other than that, like. It's it's it, it would have hit him if he was in the hill if he put it on both sides of the outside. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Regardless, great play, great play yeah. at, a, at a, I think it was Reese, right? It was Vivid who. who uh, Reese and Krim, both of them. Mm -hmm. Krim ended up getting one, getting traded, and Reese was also out the map and came back in and got the remainder of the kills. Yeah, I don't know what the hell Reese is doing, by the way. He's sitting in the team speak. He's muted out, but uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see if he ends up unmuting and, and joining us on the show. But if not, it's all good. G give him a poke. Yeah, I gave him a, I gave him a few. I gave him a few pokes. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to bug him. I think he was eating. He said he wants to eat. So you know, we'll let the guy eat. Uh, but uh, the, the poll in the chat, Afro, the English weekend. <laughs> he kind of <laughs> does look like the weekend a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, but shout out to uh to, to Afro man because I I personally think he had a good debut. But um Dallas, they end up closing this one out. Uh Ben, was they, there anything else that you want to talk about? This one out. Well, let's talk about how this map ends. I mean, I mean, barely. They a, they I mean, they, they almost choked. They almost choked. They almost choked right here. It was so bad. They're about to win by. We were freaking by out, guys. Points, and then we'll play the situation out. They get in kind of tr a little bit of trouble on the P1, and then they get chained to P2. And luckily, you know, they end up like they end up only having like four seconds left, so London kind of gets stuck between the P2 P3 rotation. But mm -hmm. uh, it was it was looking a little bit slow for us there at first sec. Uh, TJ Haley in the chat said the Afro looks like Dashy. <laughs> I mean, I can personally see it a little bit. You know, a, a little bit. Uh, but listen, man, I don't know what was going on here, but just know that I was ready to roast Crim6 oh. to an oblivion if they would have choked it. Yeah, yeah, that was a big, big <laughs> win by Alex. Uh, I couldn't believe that this was happening. I think London just did a great job getting into this P2 hill and holding it from the front because it allowed them to keep those P2 spawns or those P3 spawns and just able to change some hills here. I think if Dallas wasn't able to get in and, and break that last hill, this would have been over. I couldn't well. believe what I was watching. Krim also went. Krim went for a good play of his teammates. This is a great here. play. This is a good this is a play. Good play. But then he kind of ended up in no man's land, which is kind of unfortunate for him because I thought he was making a good ass play. Uh, at this point, then no Dallas needed dude. to go here. They, they need to go and he where the go buttons at? He was making the go. Well, the, I feel like they just bricks. waited too long. I feel like they waited too long, and now look, London was able to flood in. I just feel like Dallas needs to hit a little bit of a go well, button there. But they were they were set kills. up. They were set up for the W if they didn't die. Krim was going to spawn kill everybody like. They were set. Well, just, I mean, the two guys in bricks died. They got these spawns. I understand that, then, but they were still there. I felt like they were playing it kind of slow. I felt like they could have hit that a little bit quicker. I'm gonna be honest. And and obviously Porter's making the play, but it is a difficult play. Once he gets one, they know he's there. Like he needs to try and finesse. You know what I'm saying? It's not like 
It's not like he's just you're just relying on Porter to just absolutely smoke everybody off spawn. Um, they probably could have hit went a little bit faster, but hey, regardless, London they do a great job holding yeah, it from the front. How did, how did London lose? At this uh, point? Yeah, I'm actually just watching this. I'm kind of mind blown right now. Mm -mm. Oh, Afro gets a big Wait, two well piece in Jen. Uh, you have number five. Who was that? Shotzi's able to get in and make a play. How did he get through Platt? Wait, wait. They still have another opportunity here. Mm -mm, yeah, they do. I mean, I don't even know how the hell Shotzi got through Platt initially. Oh, Illy picks up a no. two-piece on the backside. Paul kind of gives it the back. That's, yeah, that's it right yeah, if there. He, if he had played the van spot, they, they still they almost got, they still there's almost two, killed themselves there's out. There's two though. blunders here. It was like on that rotation, somebody solo pushed out P4 when the rest of uh, London was uh, set up. Like at the really early in the hill, he solo pushed out P4 and died, which mm -hmm. put a lot of pressure on Afro. Luckily, Afro bails him out, but that's what gave them the opening to uh, to hit tools because he had the he had the line of sight on it, and the rest of them ended up coming off spawn. And then they obviously should, they right there, still it was win in this situation. How did yeah, yeah obviously, spawn. obviously right here, it's when Inner gets this too. How did Illy pop two here though? Where did he pop two kills from? Uh, he's mid map, right? He's, he's in tools. tools. He's in tools. In tools. Yeah, and they and team he, shot they, that guy. He, Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. There must have been some miscommunication. I mean, I'll say like they shouldn't even on... be challenging that. London shouldn't even well, be challenging that. Based on London's comps, I don't know if you guys know some Lesson. Like my only critique of the Lesson is it felt a little bit like chaotic. Frantic, yeah, yeah, guys... yeah, and that, and in a situation like that, when when your comps are chaotic, you're gonna have a second or two delay where someone's gonna realize what they lame need to pick up. Looney said that Afro trolled. He said Afro trolled. I just personally think the two piece that Illy got from Platt just should not happen. Like I just the guy from Tool should not. He shouldn't even have an angle on anybody. They should be allowing, they should be making them slide in and they should be holding, like, they have all the favor in the world. They have the advantage. All they need to do is chill, hold their corners, hold their crossfires, and get the kills. Instead, they challenged them. They ended up dying and just a good play from, from Dallas to clutch up, but that got really mixy. That was a crazy map. And then we go into a map number five, Ben. I see you on your phone. What's going on with the Knicks game, Ben? Are they losing? Are they no, no, it was, it was not Knicks thing. Oh, okay. Uh, you okay, then we go into a standoff SD, which, hey, We've seen nothing but fucking blowouts on this map, to be honest. Nothing but blowouts. Dallas end up coming out, and they actually just blow London out of the water. It looked like yeah. it was fucking easy for them. They blow them out we'll of the water. A, we'll watch a selection of these rounds. And, until but... we got to the Optic series, I think all every standoff SD we've watched is a blowout. Wait, it was a blowout in the Optic series. You, you want to know what I think it is? At least, at it least started in this off, series. It started off better, though. At least in yeah. this series, I feel like London was maybe like unprepared on this map, and they kind of let just slip in the vetoes, thinking like, okay, they might not pick it. Yeah. Because I feel like when you're a new team like this, and especially with a new map in the rotation, a lot of time if you're struggling in SD, you're going to have an auto veto, and they probably vetoed that map or just vetoed one of uh, Optics, or not Optics, sorry, Empire's strongest maps, and just kind of banked on them either not being good at this map and not picking it, or if they picked it, just having a 50 50 at that point. Mm -mm, yep, 100%. And I think that's going to be the main problem with standoff right off the rip. I think people are going to be unprepared. I think as, mm -hmm. as the time goes on, People are going to learn a little bit. Like, even a team like London, they're going to oh, go they, back. They and... pick standoff. Mm -mm. I didn't see. I don't, I don't know the video. Which, so which me, is, I mean, maybe maybe they felt like they were more prepared on it than they actually were. Until you actually play another pro team, you really don't know, right? Like, you gotcha. play another pro team, you, you, they probably got smoked and, you know, reality hit them a little bit. They probably said, oh, shit. Let's go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's go yeah. back. Let's see what the heck went wrong. Um, See how their strats are countered. And, and maybe they'll make some changes uh, before they play it next time. But, Ben, was there anything that caught your eye in this match? Uh, this last match? No, I mean, it was just it was pretty much just like a full-speed destruction by Dallas. I mean, they did a good job getting bloods when they needed to, getting mid-map control. Mm -hmm. They were doing a good job of working both bomb sites. They had some yep. great setups. Like Love watching you know, both bomb you know, sites go to work. 
there's probably some old school Rambo and crib knowledge going on here. Like I'm sure that they're always going to be prepared for these BO2 maps. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is the exact kind of victory that, that Dallas needed. You know, London's been really hot in respawns and they carry it in this series. I think for Dallas, you know, it's a nice S and D win. I will say for Dallas, they've got to get better control. I think they're like one in seven, the last eight in controls right now. Uh -huh. It's just, you just can't, you, especially if you make it to a grand final, you can't be bad at control. Uh, they're going to need to pick off, uh, response other than a hard point off of some of these better teams. Yeah. So I'm sure they go back to the lab and figure it out. But just one thing to flag for them going into stage four. Yeah, I mean Dallas ends up smoking them. I I, I like that you said they use both bomb sites, Ben, because we saw checkmate S and D, which is no longer a thing, right? It's not in the rotation anymore. No, it's out. where where it was only one bomb site. You know, we only saw what that a bomb be planted like four or five times this year, the whole entire fucking year. So it's good to see that both bomb sites are being used. There's a lot of strats coming out from these guys. So. Uh, honestly, a good play here by Afro to, to win around here and finesse Shotzi in this 1v1, but it just wasn't enough. Dallas, they end up yeah. coming out. They smoked these guys. They put them away, and I agree. Dallas needed a win like this. They needed a hard, gritty win, uh, maybe to get their confidence up, get Vivid into the team, get these guys rolling. And I think if you're both teams after this series, you're feeling pretty good. I think Dallas, they look pretty good. At, uh, they obviously won the series, and then London, with the changes that they made, they look strong as well. The problem is, is they looked good before, too. So now, you know, London, they just need to start executing and winning some matches just so they can get up in those standings a little bit. And, uh, you know, they're running out of time. So hopefully, you know, they play some easier teams and they can get some wins under their belt. But regardless, good teams uh, or good games out of both these guys, both these teams. Yeah, well, we'll skip to the Optic Series then. Um, this yep. one, I'm very curious about. Let me go find the videos for this series. This Real is, quick before it, you guys continue, yeah. I, I got to go because I have dinner. You're good, Chris. Okay. You're good, bro. You're good. So Thank you for joining say, us, Parasite. Yeah. Let's get a let's get a wear say the chat. Show this guy some love, man. I appreciate you joining Thank us. You guys have a good rest of the show. Yeah, you, you too, too well. man. Later, bro. I think uh, the main let's let's be honest here with with this series. The main thing for me was just Envoy. I mean, Envoy. Yeah, was Envoy. Envoy had absolute beamer in this series. He, he was making plays, bro. He was making fucking plays on every map, on every fucking map. But Ben, anything in the veto system? You said that this looked good for Optic before the series even started. Well, so I I put in our DM group. I knew that I don't want to roast Brian Sink for this tweet, but do you want to go ahead and pull up his most recent tweet, Tom? Oh no. And he tweeted this like right before the series, and then I was we were like having a watch party on stream. It was like me, you, and Soap. Uh, and I said when I saw that tweet, I lost like mine because I'm not a big believer in Juju. You ask people in Team Speak, like I don't say that like Juju's a thing, but bro, like I saw that tweet and I was like, he's just asking for just the the karma of the universe. Did he just, delete like, it? Down there. I think he deleted it. He might have deleted it. I don't see anything. You're talking about the re the reservation that he made. Yeah, he talked about how he had a dinner reservation. Nah, like, he deleted it. I don't see the, nothing. The tweet was, "Why am I not surprised our match is starting two hours late, the one night of the week that I have dinner plans." Damn, that's crazy. You think they got a little bit of bad juju there, Ben? That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like that that was a that's a tough tweet to tweet out. Your team gets three out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's not ideal. I don't know. Hey, what are you gonna do? You know, I, yeah. I was what what really caught your eye on this veto system? Why do you why do you uh, think why do you these, think Optic won the vetoes here? So, I think the Minnesota's map pool for Hardpoint is minuscule, and uh, I think that they ended up getting a set of two maps a moscow which they've struggled in all year and a garrison hard point where optics been really good as of late and i felt like basically this set was good for uh optic on the fact that they got a nice little rate control a nice little rate snd where they've had some moments and they looked really good in the standoff mm -hmm. um well, and i i really want to i really want to talk about minnesota tom we're going to watch this map and, we have you know, to I, 
We have. I to. know. I know Minnesota makes like a pretty crazy comeback and they almost win this. But I'm. We have been talking about this all year. I still do not understand how this team right now is statistically the worst team in Hardpoint. When with the talent that they have on this team, Standy, Attach, Brista, Major Maniac now for accuracy, mm-hmm. and this team is winning less hard points than a team like LA Gorillas. Like I don't quite understand. Well, what like, do you think it is? is? You well, don't know. Watch, I mean, it's hard to say. Play, watching them play, I, I feel like they don't get ahead of the game. I mean, they like, make a lot of dumb mistakes in this map too. On top of that, you have Envoy yeah. fucking in in their face. Just he started off eight and one with streaks to kick things off. I mean, Optic, they're able to get yeah. all the time or most of the time on P one. They're able to flip spawns for that P two, so they just go up a hundred points right off the rip. Yeah. On top of that, they have streaks to deal with. So just a good play from Optic to start off hot. And then we also saw that pinch from Standy, right, where Minnesota finally had a chance to come back into the map, which they yeah. actually did. Minnesota did come back, but we did see some mistakes. But we do have an Astro Gaming listening from Optic Chicago. Let's go on board and see how they sound. Every door shut. If he comes back. Attach one top. Close mid. Close mid as well. Attach that door. Attach mid. Close to you. I reflect back. Bang bang bang. Yeah. I'm about to pinch. I'm about to pinch. Bang bang. Bang bang. Bang bang. He's close to I'm pinching. One shot. One shot. Bang bang. He's right here, Matt. That's one. Priest and bank dead. Priest and bank dead. Some helping the pillar. Help and bank dead. Yeah, I have help. Bank. I have help. Nothing. Bank. Nothing. Bank. Nothing. Bank. 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 Major. One shot. Bus. One shot. Bus. Absolute. Absolute. Top bus. Top bus. Top bus. Top bus. One shot still. Let's push you. Let's push you. Yeah, there we go, 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 go. No, no, uh, I'll no, slide no. a window. I'll slide a window, okay? Yo, what's, what's up? Back street, back street. One's back street. Look at me, window. I'm laying down planner. Look I'm sliding cross mat. Yo, what's deep street? Full flash. You pray. I don't think it's double. Is double, he cross mat? He's cross mat. He's cross mat. One's one's planner. 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 Attach one shot. One shot. Planner. All good. You got three. Responder. Responder. You got attached street. Yo, let's hit P1. Hit P1. Yeah, I'm gonna touch you. Wait, you're gonna ask me that? Yeah, I'm gonna ask you. That's just shoot. I'm already going. I'm already going to hell. Ask he's flanked. I'm gonna shut it off right here, Ben. The comps sound good. This is when Standy hit the super duper flank. And flipped out of those P2 spawns. Bro, this guy hit a master yeah. pinch. And I don't know if they're not common it, but, bro, when he's hitting that pinch, like, he needs to be calling out to be blocking those spawns. Or I don't know if he did, but... And they don't even turn. They don't even turn. I think they, we were, they have we, no idea. And I think we were watching this back, Ben, and we were like, if Lamar was... Or at least I said, I said, Lamar wouldn't let this happen. Accuracy would not let this happen. That was a crazy... Like, Minnesota had a chance to really bring it back. And they did. They obviously brought it back, but... I think right there, I think Standy needs to be careful with some of the routes that he's taking. I think right there, he needs to make sure that he's either calming that, and if he did, they're not obviously not listening to him. Um, so that was an interesting play. Optic, they're able to flip out after a big street hill. They just give Optic too much of a lead. Like, these points matter. Like, all these hills matter. It comes down to all these they little start coming. The minister starts coming back here. As you watch this comeback, like, I want to go back to finish my point. I think, like, the issue if you watch Minnesota play, and you'll notice it at times, like, uh, when we watch into this map, I just feel like they they fail at two points. They fail at getting ahead 
of the game and like holding a hill and then beating the other team in the next rotation and chaining hills. And I feel like they really struggle to just get like aggressive after they get three or four kills. Mm -hmm. They just play so passive and so tight and there's just no like fluidity. Yeah. It's not about playing fast. It's about like playing like, like really playing really good timings and playing like swarming offense. They just really, really struggle with it at times. Yeah. It's like, no go you're saying they need a little bit more of a go button is what you're pretty much. Yeah. They, that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. Definitely I mean, no to, go buttons to right sum now. it up. I mean, and we say it all the time, at least I do, you know, you got to make use of your kills because if you don't, the game's just going to feel a lot harder than what it's supposed to yeah. be. And that's probably what it does feel like for some of these guys. You have a lot of talented players on Minnesota and they're probably finishing these maps just think thinking like, what the fuck? Like, I, Attach is probably sitting there, Press is probably sitting there, like, it just feels so hard. Like, it just feels difficult. Like, the game's not coming to them. It's just, it's, these games should feel a lot easier to them. But I just feel like they're not on the same page. They're just not on the same page. They haven't page. been on the same page. I, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily that. I just think that, like, let's look at the players they have on their team. Uh -huh. As we kind of, again, like, Minnesota does a good job on this hill, and, and we'll start kind of coming back here. Um... I think, like, if you look at the personnel, Stanley's really good, but, like, it still sometimes makes some questionable plays in hard point, and I think he makes things real mixy. Mm -hmm. You have Preston, who is a fast player that now moved into a flex. He's slowing down. You have Dylan on a sub, and Dylan's not the fastest sub in the world. Like, like he is going to, to play a little bit more, like, slow and methodical. And then Major Maniac is not a fast player. So, like, there's just not a lot, like you said, there's just not a lot of go buttons on this team in hard point. They're not making, like, really, like, good heads-up, heads-up timing plays or, like, really like high risk 50 50 plays that it's going to rely on the skill to make that are going to have high rewards. So I don't know. I, I personally think like they're kind of at the point of hard point where they just need to rethink if their system's really going to work because all year they have struggled in this game mode uh, and it's going to kill them in this group. It's mm -hmm. going to kill them in a group that that is going to end up being kind of a crazy one uh, with them and optic and thieves and phase. They could grab some wins here if they can just get better at hard point, but you just, can't handicap yourself in a game mode where there's two per series. Yep. No, I mean, we come on, man. Like, hard point is, like, one of the most important modes. I mean, we talk about S&D winning championships, but you have to be good at every game mode to win to win events and to win series like this. So they really need to start picking up the pace and the respawns. They have to. Like, the hard point, it's, it's how you open up the series. It's the first map of the, of the series. So it's just little mistakes, little pacing issues. It's just a bunch of little things. And I'm just hoping that they could somehow put it all together for the end of this year because they have yeah. the talent to do it but i don't know i just and it's hard to put my finger on it it really is it really is hard to put my finger on it but at the end of the day they have the right pieces i think um ben you don't see them making any more changes do you uh i mean what what changes are they gonna make i don't know i don't know but, that's uh, why i'm like asking you i'm like i wonder if we'll we'll see any changes at all Probably not. Uh, if I'm going to be honest, I, wanna, I just know a lot of people have been asking that. You know, pick yeah. up this guy, pick up Tom Gravity, pick up Zinny, this, bada bang, bada bang. Well, I don't know if any of those guys are going to It's not going to fix problem. anything. It's not going to fix yeah. anything. I just feel so, like the whole core of the team's just not working right now. I want to talk about this play. This ended up being kind of a weird timing uh, that ended up kind of starting this huge comp. Minnesota was down like 80 points, and they ended up kind of chaining these two hells. Because watch what happens. So Envoy hits eskies and dies and then formal hits the hill from half full and the sum total of this is major maniacs able to get in the back and get win this one-on-one -on -one versus dashy and get his team spawns mm -hmm. this is a good play out of mike yeah this is a really good play i would have liked to see him hit that police station a little bit faster but he ends up delaying it a little bit he ends up picking up a kill the timing works out because his teammates yeah it works out it ended up working out yeah. at first i was like what are you doing mike you know push through but um he ends up uh he gets the kill he waits for his teammates standy ends up getting a big kill here 
Um, he, he ends up uh, getting one off old, which is good because Skump can't flank now. And then he picks up Envoy. So there's a big two-piece out of Standy. Right here, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, Minnesota. Okay, they're spawning Eskies. Like, they, they're in a good spot here. Right. And, and you got to think, like, Minnesota, they're making so many little mistakes. And there's so many times where I just felt like they could have played their situationals a little bit better. And they're making this really close. They're making this a game. And it's just like if they can really just clean up some of the things that they're doing. But I just feel like we've been saying that all year. You well, know what I'm saying? Ben? This is this is a weird – I don't understand this play from Standy. Why why would Standy give up the hill here? And why wouldn't you just have the guy coming off a of spawn watch half wall from police? Well, I don't and know like why Standy – He gets Standy off the hill and he makes well, it so well, mixy. Well, never well, here, watch it. It's weird because you have no, you have Attach holding all of middle. And why – like why Standy backing back and forth from middle? Like yeah, Attach he just, has he got, it. He just got his teammate – his teammate just died because he had to slide across to chow everyone. Yeah, like and like, now now Attach dies, right? Like Attach had the cross. He, just, he didn't he need to watch it all. Up, up over He's over. like – it's like he can't it, – it, it's yeah. like he can't make up his mind. He can't make up his mind. And I don't know what the comms are like right there. But it just seemed like they were a little. He was a little distracted. I don't know what the hell was going on. But they end up getting the kills. They get the kills. They they're able to soak most of that time. Scott makes a good play here. He sees uh he sees Preston cross. Preston gets kind of chowed by a bunch of people. But Scott makes a good play to just slide in the bank here and chow because yeah, he saw him cross from elbow. Uh, but this deal. but this ends up not working out. Envoy gets a weird timing. He ends up losing this gunfight to Major Maniac. Uh, they're gonna go ahead. Scum's gonna die elbow, and suddenly like Minnesota's got some good elbow pressure here. And they're able to kind of contest from the front and and kind of prevent Optic from winning off of this hill. Uh, the sum total of it though is is Minnesota keep pressing this hill and they end up actually getting a good set of spawns going in the P4. Yeah, um, crazy spawns. We'll kind of talk about it, but it really benefits Minnesota and, and how uh, what happens here. Yeah, the spawns are a little weird. I mean, Minnesota do a good job making this mixy because Optic could have won it here. They could have won it here with this rotation. It was going back and forth. They were able to do just enough, Ben, to send it yeah. back to a street hill. And then the street hill got, got really crazy. The street hill was was nuts. I didn't expect it to go down to that. Um, but kind of explain to me, what do you think happened here? How did, first of all, how did Minnesota get those back spawns? Is it because everybody on uh, Optic like pushed out elbow? Yeah, they just they pushed, out. Back. They pushed out. They pushed out. library. Right so here, then... I was a little nervous. I was like, what the heck's going on here? Like, we might see a crazy choke out of Optic. Luckily for the boys, they ended up clutching up. But yeah. here it got a little bit mixy. Once they get this bus control, I was like, oh, shit. You know what I'm well, saying? Minnesota, the way they spawn, this is so weird because Minnesota spawns on the pinch a couple of times here. When they get all of these kills, like watch watch what happens. Number five spawns on this pinch. Major Maniac is going to go to window and get three kills. How the fuck did and he then, spawn on the pinch? But look, but look how far deep out Optic spawn. They spawn all the way in police. How the fuck point. did he spawn on the pinch, though? Should he, should he not spawn in the back next to his team? No, because uh, because or were they Optic, there? Were they alive Optic, when he spawned Optic up? Was still up in the okay, back. I wasn't sure yeah. they were still up. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right. Yeah. Number two was still up. That was Dashi. He was still alive. Okay, so Mike, he's able to get a. Get, he's lucky that he got that spawn. He got that spawn. Well, not lucky, but you know what I'm saying. It was it definitely handed to him. He's able to spawn on the pinch, and then that's where things just really hit the fucking fan. But again, it's the man of the hour, Envoy. I'm gonna drag him in here right now. Dylan Envoy, what's going on, kid? What's going on, guys? What's up, bro? How you doing, man? Good good job today. You're fucking... You were going the fuck You're off. You're absolutely fine today. I appreciate it, bros. Yeah, man. We're, we're, we're looking at this first map, and uh, things got a little scary, yeah, bro. Yeah, talk to us a little bit of what happened on these last couple of hills here. Uh, Well, I think I used my streaks really bad. Or not really bad, but like not as good as I could have on two yeah. of the hills, which probably could have gave us a better lead. And then, I don't know, it just felt like we kind of... like. 
got antsy. You know, we were up like 100 points. Like, we stopped making probably like the best plays. And I mean, yeah, then it got really hairy. Yeah, no, for sure. I think uh, things definitely got a little scary. But you end up finding a two-piece on the hill. I don't know what the heck even happened. Did they just line up for you? They just both jumped yeah, at you? they just chowed the They went time. a little rogue. They went a little rogue. And, but, but Tom, uh, in this position, so you guys kind of benefited. I was a little confused about how Minnesota played this. So I've linked you to watch together, by the way, on Volley, if you want to pull it up. All right. You guys kind of go for dead here. Last guy ends up dying Eskies. Um, he tries to pinch back on the P2 spawns. But then Minnesota doesn't try and, like, push up here. And try and get like cutoffs and eskies is to try to play more aggression. Instead, they hold these these sides, and what ends up happening is priest and attach are going to line up and basically just get two pieced. Uh, you are one of the many pieces you had, Dylan, in the series, and you guys end up breaking through to kind of. Clutch I mean, up why here. didn't Standy hit through too when he got the like? Don't you think he should have yeah. just hit eski and just guaranteed the win? Like, if he hits eski, it's just annoying, right? Like, I feel like. Or they should have got like our side hill control. Yeah, like they, they did. They just done let us something. get in for free, and I think Sandy was probably just worried that you know we could have won off the time. Yeah, There's only three seconds left, but yeah, yeah, true. He wanted the flood back the hill, but I mean, it, I mean, regardless, like I, I personally think if he hits Eski right there, it's just more of a, it's just more of a nuisance. Like you guys yeah. can't just slide in, you know. Like he can get those crossfires and just kind of help his team a little bit more. But regardless, you ended up going big. Uh, and then we go into the standoff S and D, where again you were making fucking plays. You popped a fucking three piece with a with a Diamati, which is yeah, that was uh, a layup for sure. Yeah, 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 I don't know what the hell. What <laughs> that, that was that was. A I thought there was I thought there was only two guys, and Seth was calling them both one shot. And then I saw the guy that was full health. I was like, this guy's capping so hard. And then I turned. There was two. <laughs> And, and then like, you wow. made the fucking god play on the flank when you like crawled under the the plat and it, it, they didn't see you and you went all the way around. That was a good ass play too. So just watching you make those plays was super exciting to watch. But what is it about standoff, man? That you guys uh, you, were you guys prepared? You did a lot of practice on this. Did you guys talk over this map at all? I mean, obviously you did. But how are you guys feeling with the with the new map and the rotation? Uh, I mean, it definitely sucks. It was out for check. But honestly, I think standoff's a really good search map. And I played it like the last two years in like those Black Ops Two throwbacks or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I kind of had like a feel of what I wanted to do. Um, it was more or less just getting everyone on the same page. And we feel like that we've been doing a really good job in respawn and search recently of just, you know, working as a unit, um, selling people out. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah think... Go ahead, Tom. No, go, you can go ahead, Ben. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to talk a little bit about that play that Major Maniac made. Uh, we can pull up the video later if people are asking how you got on that. that, uh, that oh, we were checking it right after. My coach was on it, so. Yeah, yeah Troy Sender was on the uh, on the move. Harris said he was on the show earlier, made a video on how you do it. You basically stare at a leaf and jump up. Yeah, yeah, so. it was a very interesting. I don't know how people find this shit, but I mean, you guys look up in the air, you stare at a fucking leaf, and you jump up, and apparently you can get uh, on that spot, which was uh, an interesting spot. It definitely caught you guys off guard. You did you guys you guys had no idea about that, right? No, nah, not at all. I uh, I think the, one of the first rounds, I hit back alley, and I saw Sandy and. Major there and Major is just jumping over the wall and I'm like, what is this guy doing? But he must have been trying to get like in that spot a couple of the rounds. Yeah, that's probably what they're doing. This is the uh, this is a 3K round here. You just got a really good timing. They line up, nice little 3K with a pistol. GG's. Yeah, that, that, was, that was nice. Have a good day. It's always, uh, always have a good day. Always a play, but good play. I mean, uh, you guys go down 2-0 off the rip, but they they don't do they. Minnesota doesn't win around after this, no? Didn't you guys just yeah, we won six, six straight? Six straight. Six straight. Jesus fuck. Did you guys adapt to anything they were doing? Did you guys notice something that they were doing in their setup and you just kind of adapted to it, or are you just kind of playing your own game? Uh, I mean, definitely playing our own game, but I mean, especially on a new map like this, you really just gotta feel out like what teams like to do. Yeah. And like, watching most teams play this map, this like these last two days, everyone just plays so scared. Like, yeah. so scared to take control oh, yeah. of anything. Like, I don't know. They definitely just 
messed up giving map giving up full map control every round. Yeah, I mean the best S and D teams make plays. You know, they always yeah. have people making plays. You have a lot of players making individual plays. I mean, I feel like you're the main guy in your team making those individual plays, like always trying to make something happen, always trying to pick up those first bloods. Uh, I mean, that's why I like watching you play and, and what some watching some other guys. But someone someone's got to get blooded, man. Yeah, some somebody's got to do something. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, cause you, just, was, you just can't be as long as you're not going rogue. Like you gotta take like calculated risk. Yeah, calculated risk, and as long as your team knows what you're doing. Cause if if your team knows what you're doing, I'm sure you're common everything that you're doing. Like it's not like you just you're just not talking and just running yeah. wherever the fuck. And, I mean. I don't know if I'm capping or not, but like this game is like super defense heavy. Like for searches, it feels no, like it is. like it is. you, you, you want to take your risk on offense. 100%. On the defense, you want to lock well, down D's I, and then I like this play from you. Nice little army crawl. You end up getting a good timing here. Yeah. You do end up getting traded in Delhi, but you made this mixy enough that I think you guys do end up winning this round. I thought you were gonna collapse on a site after you got the kill. That's what I should have done, probably. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I came back and fought Standy on the and that godlike Hetty in blue. Yeah, yeah. But like you went once... back for the cold cuts and it didn't work out. It's all good. Yeah. Mm, but you also don't know where the fuck they are, so you get yeah. the kill and you I figured someone was watching this, so I was like, dude, he had to move from here, right? But. I guess he uh, thought I was coming back. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But it was a good me. play. You still opened up the, the point because you got a kill. They started tweaking. You you allowed, I think Skump was on that point, right, and popped a big piece. Yeah. And uh, he, he did his thing. I mean, dude, I feel like you and Skump have been fucking doing your thing. Dude, Skump's been doing his fucking thing in S&D. Uh, he has. He's, he's fucking. He's a fucking he's a S&D menace star. He's a, he's a menace, bro. He's a fucking menace. So what he popped a, a big three-piece. I saw Dashy tweet about this, but explain for our viewers like what happened here with him at the beginning of this round. So I know there's there's like a glitch going around that you get stuck on your start screen or you get stuck in like the the chat and where you can't like move at all and the start screen's on your thing and that's what happened to him and basically we just couldn't play the, this whole round because he was camped in spawn. Why is it always they, uh... happening? To, it's always happening to Bruce, bro. I swear <laughs> yeah, it always yeah, is. Some bullshit, bro. I don't know. Oh, it's God, it's actually crazy too because I mean that happened to us and then also in the control I don't know if anyone noticed but uh, we got a new internet in lot new internet line installed here and we keep getting connection interrupted for like 10 15 seconds so we have to like figure out how to fix that but it happened in the control in the first round where they had two ticks at b and they already had gotten a and we still won the round so some serious adversity and like we still won the round i was kind of yeah. mind what you happened to the, some pack and loss what happened to the pause feature they don't they didn't do, they want to do that here no pause feature i thought yeah, that was we a were thing. yeah we were kind of mind blown about that too yeah, I thought this would be perfect time for the pause feature, and so they ended it. So we, we like waited out the whole four-two round, just thinking that they pause the game, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That was that was really weird. I thought they were just gonna pause it and then just get it all fixed and then just run it, but I don't know. You guys end up closing it. You win six rounds straight. So just good guy, good job out of you guys to go up two-zero, and then we go into the third map where that was kind of just your fucking. But I feel like you're always doing some crazy shit on raid control, bro. I don't know. You're always running around spawn, spawn trapping and shit. You're all over the map. People let me in their base, bro. I gotta get mixy. Yeah, man, you get mixy. You're running all over the place. I mean, this but, is pretty much just a wipe. You were in kitchen, like on a streak, just running around. I was like, this guy's just doing what he wants. Like this series is. Probably but Tom, over. this this situation, like, and and by the way, you guys played this perfectly. But like, Minnesota has the B bomb site for free here, and look what they do, Tom. Mm -mm. How many times have we talked about yeah, what you do in this situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You're saying you want number six to get on that on that point? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, well, get on the site and, and try to trade the guy on the pinch. Instead, they they don't stack and they don't end up getting really the the traction they need. I think they do end up kind of backdooring. You the think second. they get that? They with don't three get the second pick. Yeah, they get the second pick for right? sure. They 100 percent have got it. Yeah, we yeah. talk about that. We talk about that like all the time, especially in matches where teams play so much slower. Stacking the point is just always like know the go-to yeah. like why not you know get all the ticks you can especially with ot now being 
Like mm-hmm. Tick Warrington? Yeah. No, 100%. 100%. Yeah, so, the, Ben, you were talking about that during the watch party. You were so pissed off when they didn't stack that point. You start flipping out. But I don't know. We talk about it on the show all the time, how teams, like, they just don't do it. Like, when they get the kills, for some reason, there's always somebody just pushing out a cut or just trying to do something that they probably shouldn't have, and it ends up hurting them. But I think somebody yep. ends up hitting a pinched bedroom. Well, like, but it's play. like, it's a, then they end up in this this setup. Like, what? Like, like before, what? before this, like, what before this? this, we all froze. Before this, we all froze for 10 seconds. You froze? Yeah, like, we got connection interrupted because our internet's fucked up right now. Oh, shit. What so, yo, watch. Fuck? I'm number three. Look, I'm frozen. Oh, yeah, you're right. What the fuck? I didn't even catch that. Yeah, and they still didn't even get the oh, point. I would have been losing. Look, Matt, Matt didn't even shoot back. <laughs> I would have been losing full, bro. What the fuck? Yeah, no, yeah, that's actually wild. That's, it happened that's to crazy. us in a scrim earlier, well, and we just talked about it. Like, you know, if it happens in the match, like, no one lose full because we'll be back in 10 seconds. How the fuck? And Standy went fucking rogue. They went like, rogue because they had two guys in kitchen. They just had a third guy in the point, and one guy in kitchen just kind of like. I mean, if you think someone's coming from middle, just watch your cross. They have everything. If you have three people on the point. The guy I mean, just bro, you, you get you get those two guys in kitchen on the point. You get everybody on the point. Just all you can do is just stay down and just make them jump out of money window. They can't do anything. I mean, how yeah. hard is it when you're like, look at them now. Look at them jumping out of money window and and they're just getting put into a blender. I mean, they just they definitely made some mistakes here. They definitely made some mistakes when they get the kills. They have to get on the point. I didn't even, I didn't even catch that that you guys froze for ten seconds. That should have been a free fucking dub. For Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they they had no clue, so they weren't even like pushing the point. But yeah. from our point of view, we're like, we're like, we connection interrupted fifteen seconds, and we still won the round. What what were the comments yeah. like when you guys froze? Were y'all tripping? Nah, because it happened earlier, earliest in the scrim. So like, we just all went silent for a second and waited to came back. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I didn't even but, really uh, catch that. This round was uh, was the envoy show. We'll watch this whole thing back. I mean, dude, you were just getting piece after piece after piece, getting streaks. I mean, Mesa just had no answer for the plays that you were making on the map. And ultimately, you guys were able to kind of grab the momentum. They were and take calling it for you today, Dylan. They all wanted you. As soon as I turned the stream on, they all were just spamming Envoy. So I had to, I had to reach out because you just went the fuck off. But what is it about this map that you're always finding gaps and just always finessing? It's just, is it just a, a map thing? Like, do you just feel good? I mean, you do it on every map, but I feel like every time you're on raid control, you're always in their base, always. Yeah, I mean, like it's definitely like power spot to be like in someone's base or some shit. But yeah. I think any team. That has the pot, like you know, kitchen control. It's going to be hard on the other team to even break that open. It happens at raid hard point all the time where you, people just get blown out because mm-hmm. if you get out rotated or they beat you to the power spots, like chances are you're taking unfavored fights. Yeah, you know, like we, we we could three run into kitchen, they could be a guy money and a guy behind the pillar, and we all three die, you know, yeah. and then you're back to square one. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I think right here, just you staying alive and just them knowing that you're there, it's just it's just being so annoying. Like they just yeah. they don't have an answer for it. Um, and and I, li- I like how you well, keep... Hold on. That's my what? goal, too. What? I mean, they obviously don't know where What's you are. What's the problem, but... Ben? No, I, I just feel like Mike played this so weird. He just sat on statue and was just, like, just got gunned. I mean, you even see number eight. Look at him. He's, like, tweaking. Yeah, they, 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 think, they you, think you're like... just, you're going in, like, somewhere in jungle. And you guys end because up getting they don't know, they don't know where he is. No idea. Yeah, they have no idea. You're where... just chilling in kitchen. And then you get a two here, I'm pretty sure. You get a two piece. Nah, so I come back and get a two. You get one. You back up. You end up Well, Dylan just flies around the corner here. And then, he, and then you get the trades, and I mean, dude, just, they just keep single challenging I mean, you over and over. But, like, you're still making the plays and being so annoying. Your team just rotate over, and you make this so for, easy for your team to just stack the point and get the kills. 
Yeah, right here. I thought I thought you were gonna still get. I thought you were gonna slide into money, like keep finesse. I thought you. I thought you were gonna keep going, to be honest. But just good plays. I mean, after all of that, look, your team got the it eight did point. Did my job. Yeah, That's your team got the eight point. You got your team back on that B point. I think Formal gets a big one on one here. Um, but you guys end up just getting getting the kills again and just getting onto this point. This is a bloodbath, to be honest. This is a bloodbath. This last map went by pretty fast, but um, you guys look good today, dude. You guys look good. You guys Appreciate feeling it, confident? You guys are we're watching stuff back. I didn't want to rush you, but I know you guys yeah. probably made some mistakes. And we're definitely we're you know like that Moscow like it definitely got out of hand, so I had to watch that back. And then there's any pickups on standoff because it's such a new map. There's, I mean, I'm sure there's tons of like different teams that know like little things that we don't yet. Yeah, yeah. Just want to like pick up on that stuff. And I mean, the biggest thing with our team recently is we just been preaching like to play in practice as if it's a match. You know, play our mm -hmm. lives. You know, don't be challenged because. Those tendencies, tendencies yeah, yep. the tendencies mean everything because yeah, yeah. yep. chances are you're going to, like, when you don't know what to do in a match, you're going to resort back to your tendencies. Yeah. And, no, like, 100%. if they're bad, then, well, then you're probably have, going we, real. We used to have that same problem when, when we were scared, man, just, like, doing stupid shit in practice because there was nothing on the line, and it, those tendencies were picking up at matches. So I think that's a good mindset to have for sure. What's up, Ben? What were you going to say? I, I want to switch gears for a second because the chat wants us to ask about it. They want to yeah. know what's up with the, the Decimate tweet. If you want to kind of explain... The context. The lowly tweet. The, the, the lowly I mean, uh, tweet. I, I mean, like I got, that. I got nothing against like Desi or anything. Yeah, I just, I just thought it's funny how he was boasting about the, the challenger you know, the, shit. The challenger shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially after. I, he, I, I didn't he, want people. I didn't want, like. I hated that like people got on him about it. Like I was just trying to make it jokingly, but. Yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal to me. I thought yeah, it was just yeah. a funny joke. Like no, I don't, I don't tweet. think, I don't think JT I took it that way either. Yeah, I, th I don't think, <laughs> J I think JT probably laughed at it too. Like it, it was, it yeah. was funny. That was a funny tweet. But hey, Dylan, I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, you, you got a lot of, a lot of fans in the chat right now, man. Anything you want to say to them? Everybody, nah, I just appreciate all the support. I mean, through the wins and losses, you know, we're gonna turn it around either way. So, um, yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, I appreciate oh, you coming on. on. And, uh, guys, make sure to go fucking follow him at Dylan Envoy at Twitter. Go check out his YouTube. Go check out his Twitch and go show him some love. But, yo, Envoy, you're the fucking man, bro. Yep, I'll you catch you later, bro. Later. Peace. Later. Uh, people wanted us to watch the formal interview, so let's watch it. We'll do predictions. Yeah, yeah we can we'll watch it. Guys, there. I see a lot of people saying, Zuma, you're so nice to the optic guys. I said, what do you want me to be a fucking asshole to these guys? Oh, asshole. What the fuck's going on, Dylan? What the fuck happened? You know, what do you want me to act like a fucking prick? What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Oh my god, there's always a fucking problem. I'm an asshole. Let's, let's, I'm, let's I'm, uh, I'm fucking mean. I'm nice. I'm too soft. Fuck you. Yeah, let's turn it up. Thank you. Uh, shout out to fucking Envoy for coming on, though. for this moment. Um, I gotta say, Formal, you guys really showed a lot of potential in that major three towards the end there. You caught fire. You've come back into stage four looking pretty damn good, if I do say so myself. I gotta know what's been the big difference maker for you guys. Obviously, you've had a major kind of revamp patch where you had to work on a bunch of stuff, and then you've come back looking better than ever. So how's that journey been for you guys? Um, I think you used the perfect word for it. Like we revamped, uh, we revamped our practice to make sure that like every day we're improving in some way. You know, like it, it feels like always during the middle of the season around this time, like it's really easy to uh, slack off in practice. Um, it's it's been a common thing like over the years, but I think the past couple like weeks we just had a whole different mindset, and I'm just really happy we changed it going into the end of the year. And I think that we've been looking great. Me too, man, and I think Optic fans are very happy about it as well. You guys are looking very very deadly out there now. The chatter amongst social media is that you guys are the team to beat on land. Do you guys have that sense as well as the team? Do you think that you guys are the team to beat? I mean, I don't want to say that. Um, I've had a lot of experience on land, and so has our team. Like, me and Seth have played, like, you know, however many events uh, on land before. And I just think, like, it's been so long since we've played on land. Everyone's so excited and, like, ready to go. I think that land is, like, a different environment than online. 
But I think our team's kind of built for that land environment, so I'm really excited for the stage four major. Definitely, the experience definitely screams there above a lot of other teams. Um, I've got to ask you for the last question, man. Your next matchup is FaZe, and myself and Nameless have kind of talked about it a little bit on the desk and how huge this win would be in your group. Um, are you guys feeling pretty confident going up against FaZe? Do you think that you can take them down, and what would it mean to you? Um, I'm hoping we'll give them a much better showing than last time. I think we lost in like 20 minutes uh, a couple weeks ago, so hopefully our turnaround as a team and... Our, um, our mentalities help us to be a, a much better team coming to this match, and hopefully we take it. Amazing stuff. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll send you away with the thought that I hope that 20 minutes will go in your favor this time around, and you guys will be Hey, let's get it, Lottie. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much, Formal. You take care, man. Hey, it's a good interview, Ben. Yeah, good interview. Good interview really is good always interview. from Lottie. Yeah, it's good Good interview. answers from Formal. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, think, uh, I think Optics Mental is just in a good spot. I think they're, they're feeling good. I think they're feeling confident. I think they're taking the right strides to be a better team. And uh, that's what you want to see out of these guys, man. Uh, very professional, man. Yeah, I mean, listen. I mean, they're going to have a tough series against uh, FaZe come this weekend. But they're coming in a great spot with a lot of confidence. I think, like, it should be a really good match on Sunday. Uh, I'm trying to find the schedule for uh, for Saturday, Tom. Just give me a second here. No, you're good. I got a guest coming in. He goes by the name of Zinni. How you doing, Zinni? Tommy! Zinni! What's happening with you, boss? Where you been? Good, you don't good. fucking join the show no more. You don't give a fuck. <sighs> Listen, Tom, I wasn't feeling very well after I ate. I was oh, feeling I'm really sorry. nauseous. I had to lay down. I was watching on the couch, though. I had it up on the Rags, big screen. I saw, and... I saw what you got for food, by the way. That looked fire. Well, that was actually in the camera roll, but I actually did okay. get those tacos for lunch, but I only got two of them. That's fire. That, it actually did look really good. It, it looked delicious. Zim, we got Envoy on the show. Everybody was saying, I'm being so right. nice. I'm being so Fuck you. Zim, why do people always get so mad about everything? Wait, what do you mean you were being nice? What I don't know. Mean? They said Zuma's sucking up to the optic guys. What, am I supposed to be a fucking asshole when people join the show? I'm confused. I'm not nice. You, at... were, suck you were sucking them off, Tom? I guess so. I think I was sucking. Was I sucking them off? You were watching. You said you had it on a big screen. You weren't watching. I I came back a little at So I went for a quick walk after I started feeling oh, better. Okay. I watched the first map of the optic. So I watched a full... Uh... What was it? The oh, I did not. Series. Somebody says he hit Envoy with the Mitch voice. Fuck no, I did not. No, no I did not. No, I did not. That's cap. That's fucking hey. cap. Hey baby, what do you want to eat? Give <laughs> <laughs> me hungry. Will you eat that? <laughs> only, right, only, gotta, only Mitch gets that voice, man. Only. I got only the predictions pulled up, Tom. If you want to run through them. But I don't know. I don't want to be a fucking asshole to people who come on the show, man. I, they're taking time out of their day to come onto the show and talk to us. So the last I'm going to yeah. do is act like a fucking asshole when they come on, man. So we appreciate Envoy coming on. We appreciate Parasite coming on. And we appreciate you coming on, Zin. I didn't know you were coming on. This is a, a surprise. Yeah, Tom, listen. You know, like you said, we got to save me for the big ones, right? We got some I big, guess so, Zin. I guess so. We got a big weekend coming up, man. Uh, but no, I, I was going to come on in the very beginning. I, I typed in your chat. You didn't see it because you were getting... So good amount of gifted in the beginning. I said, I said you want me on, and you didn't see it. But then I was like, you know what? I don't feel well. I'm gonna sit here for a bit. And then... Oh my bad. I didn't even see it. I didn't, oh, you're but, fine. You're but fine. You don't, I don't even know why you're asking. Do you want me on? What the fuck kind of question is that? I don't know. So, are you, any predictions? Are we done? Is, is nah, the show no, no, no. We're doing predictions okay. right now. Uh, I'm gonna pull them up. Uh, let me just get it going. We'll switch screens right over here. Bada bing, bada boom. But uh, Ben, we'll let you kick things off. We got Paris Legion going up against Minnesota Rocker to start off the day. Who do you got? You know, Paris looked decent. This is a weird one. Paris looked decent against FaZe. Came up short. Minnesota did not look good today. Um, mm -mm. 
You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of, I'm gonna mix it up. I don't know if I've ever predicted Paris to win a series, but I'm gonna wow. do it here. I'm gonna say three two. It's gonna be absolute grinder, and the Paris boys are gonna continue a decent week, wow. finish one one, and feel pretty good. Interesting, interesting. Uh, what do you think, Zin? I mean, Minnesota did not look good today. I'll tell you that. I got Minnesota. I think I don't think Priesta will play that poorly again. He, he tweeted after saying he didn't play very well, and obviously he's one of their stars. I got Minnesota. I'm going to go three-one. I, I do think Paris is uh, is looking solid, but I do think Minnesota is the better overall team when they're when they're playing well. They just didn't really hit their stride today, and Optic is also just a better team than them. Yeah, I'm going to go with Minnesota as well. I'm going to go 3-2. I think it's going to be a grueler. I think it can go either way because I think Paris has a lot to play for right now. And I think Minnesota just came off a rough loss. So I think they're going to want to bounce back. But we'll go with Minnesota 3-2. But then we go into the next one. Seattle Surge going up against LA Thieves. LA Thieves, they bring TJ Haley back in. Hook to the bench, TJ back in. I'm personally going to go with uh, with 100 Thieves here, 3-1. I think Seattle is just chalked up at this point. I personally don't think they're very good. Uh, that's just my honest opinion. But what do you think, Ben? Yeah, I got to kind of agree with you. I think I got uh, Thieves by a million here. We're going to say a hot 3-0. I, I want to give Seattle some more time, a classic. I just Nothing from what I've seen uh, from some of the for scrims with this team playing a few other squads to make me think that they're going to have a good hot start here, and I think Thieves are kind of hungry to rebound with how poorly they play at the end of Stage 3, so I think I got Thieves by a lot. What do you think, Zen? Yeah, I got Thieves 3-0. I'm All right, sounds elaborate. good. Just, I think it's pretty clear-cut. Uh, then we got the New York Subliners playing tomorrow. Game Fuel marquee match uh, going up against the Los Angeles Gorillas. You guys already know what I'm going to say, 3-0 New York, but I'm curious to know uh, what you guys are going to say. Uh, you know, my bias is coming in, but I also do think, realistically, come on, they're going to they're gonna win this one here, but... Los Angeles Gorillas, they got a lot to play for right now, right? So they're going to come out strong. They're going to want to make a statement. So this is uh, this is going to be a tough match regardless for New York. So I'm excited to see this one. But who do you got, Ben? You know what? I'm going to mix this up. I think this series might be kind of interesting for two reasons. One is, is I think LG is a pretty good S&D team. And I think New York's a terrible control team. So depending about how the first couple of maps of the series can go, suddenly LG could like be in a position to, to maybe clutch us in a game five. Mm-hmm. I do do think, though, the New York, the New York subliner guys are going to figure out how to get it done. I think it's going to be a little bit of a grinder. I'm going to have uh, NYSL taking it in the game five. Another heartbreaker for LAG. They're going to kind of get it there, but they're not going to be able to finish it out. Looney, we got Looney in the chat. Dan, what are you talking about? Listen, I don't give a fuck how close you guys have played them. You guys are in last place. You guys, Seattle is. It, you, let's go. Let's be honest here, Dan. You guys are not play, like, Not you guys. I mean, you're not fucking in the roster. But I'm saying like they're not Jesus looking good. Christ. I mean, he's in the chat. He's like uh, the last time this and that and that. What do you mean, Dan? What are you talking about? Like right now, I mean, we're in last place. We were in last place both times. I'm so confused on what you're trying to say, Dan. I'm going to be honest. Join the team speak. I think Seattle was up 2-0 versus Thieves, and then he said something happened, but I I don't remember what happened. I I forget. I don't know what he's trying to say, but I mean, I'm just going to be honest. I just don't think Seattle is very good right now, and I'm tired of like giving these guys chances, man. Like they just don't look good. Listen, like, I'm going three two LAG. I think LAG is going to go up two one in the series. And New York's winning the next two. Like what Ben said, I think New York's a strong. Or I sorry, I think LAG is pretty strong at uh at search and then control. I think they could take. I I don't see them coming close to winning a hard point versus them. I think they're one of, if not the best hard point teams in the game right there. Yeah, I mean, um, let- this is a this is a series. New York, New York's issue and where they ran in trouble against Phase was in those controls. 
New York's got to get better at that game mode. This would be a nice rebound if they can get the controls here, but this series can get sideways if New York loses map one. LG's going to have a chance on map two and map three. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it, important for New York to come out here and take the first map, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, I see some people giving Looney some, some fucking shit in the chat. Hey, fucking, let's put some respect on Looney's name, man. You know, I wasn't trying to fucking just roast fucking Dan. I wasn't roasting Dan at all. I'm just saying Seattle just hasn't been looking good. I mean, they were in last place last year, last yeah, place now. Yeah, they kind of asked. They've been kind of meet guys. What do you want me to say? You want me to be, you want me to say, yeah, I mean, they have a chance. I don't think they have a chance. I think they're going to get smoked. That's my honest opinion. Uh, and also put respect on Looney's name because he's a seasoned vet. He's won, a, he's won a lot of events. So, I mean, you know, Danny don't. Uh, Dan, you don't care. I know you don't give a fuck. I know you don't give a fuck. I'm saying mostly for the people in the chat. Uh, but let's go into some questions, man. We got some questions in the chat. I know some people uh, were asking. Uh, Deep Ralph gave me a $10 donation. He said, uh, another W show. Question for you guys. Envoy played Lights Out today, but do you think the whole narrative of him overflanking should shook Optic's confidence a bit? Seems like he's back to his best, and their comms being much better helps those plays he makes. Um, Clark, what do you I do? I take this one. Yeah, go I- ahead. I think the X factor in the team has been the same person all year, and it's not Envoy, it's Dashi. Dashi wasn't playing well on the stretch where they were playing terrible. He switched to the mill stop, and he's been frying. I think, like, when he is on level, they are very competitive in this series. When he's not playing well, they really struggle. Well, Formal also wasn't great either. Formal's yeah, also agreed. playing really good, too. And also, I, I listened to listens, and I, I think Formal may have the best comms in the game. I'm not kidding. He's... He's a good communicator, and fucking, I don't know. I feel like it's just a completely different team. I think, like you said, the two ARs were struggling. Now they're not. Uh, yeah, pretty clear cut. No, I agree. He has really good comps. That's always been a thing with him. I feel like a lot of a lot of people have always said that about his comps. Like he's just he's just uh, he's just an IGL, and he's also very calm in games. Like he doesn't. I feel like he doesn't freak out. No, he get... talks so, bro. When I talk that quick, I start stuttering like a motherfucker. He's Weak by ring. You sound like Draza when you talk quick. Go fuck yourself. All right, to fuck me then. Forget it. Uh, but listen, there's, I know there's got to be some more questions in the chat. What is your top three players right now in Cold War? Um, and Ben, you can't say Asim because uh, first we all know. Oh, that's yeah. Yusuf. That, yeah, so, uh, that's Asim's little brother who, who he, asked that he, question. He's just sliding that in? Uh, I don't know. Top three players in Cold War, who would you go with? Abizi, right? Abizi's got to be yeah. one. A busy and simp. And then who would you put in that third spot? I mean, I feel like you could put a lot of people in that third spot right now. It's hard to say. It's really hard to say. Stop answering those top three. It was it was Asim's little brother, Dan. You wanted me to ignore Asim's little brother's question. I had it. You were not. We're not. We're not. Come on, Dan. Come on. I can't ego it. Yusuf. I like that. He's been good. Shotzi's been good. Hydra's been good. Asim's been good. Fuck it. Playster could definitely be a shout in top three. He's been Clay, pretty good all season. Dashy, fucking. There's a whole a whole bunch of people that have been uh, have been really good. Cammy. Um, Cammy, Cammy's sure. been I good. Like hey, there's a lot, man. There's a lot of people, but um, let, let's answer one more question. Zuma, which players, in your opinion, are on the chopping block during this stage? I don't know if many are, to be honest. I mean, we're getting to the point of the year now. Where, is the change even going to be worth it at this point? What do you think, Ben? You think anybody's on the chopping block? You're, we're uh, the, oh, sorry. Sorry. You said Ben. I'm going to ask. Go ahead. I mean, there are a lot of like, <laughs> teams that are like teetering, like LAG, Florida. I think Dallas are like three teams at the top of my mind that are very much in the pressure situation. Uh, so like any one of those players, Major Maniac, like like I could see uh, one more dice roll from Minnesota if, if it doesn't work out with Mike. So I think there's a, a couple of different players across those teams that are playing well. I 
Someone said like ben, talking about like some Toronto players. I think Toronto's fine. Uh, I think they'll rebound from their loss yesterday. I, I think they're in a good spot going forward. I just Wait, think, Toronto has one loss. People are yeah. saying, yeah, people are people are, people, are spinning, people are spinning some bullshit in the chat. I think Florida, Dallas, LAG, three teams and those players, uh, you know, need to step it up as a team and start getting some W's. All right, well, Ben, you already know how we're gonna end this show. Were you gonna say something, Zin? No, 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 it's all good. It's all good. Zin, what what are you gonna say? I mean, we're at the point where like yeah. the bottom three teams are definitely not going to change because why would you spend money when you're not making champs? Yeah. Like Ben said, LAG could, but they haven't yet. And if they do make a change, I think they'll go right to their academy team. And they just got rid They've... of like probably their best player on their what team. What about Minnesota? Like, you know, well, I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean, Minnesota's probably the le- biggest probably, prospect yeah. to make a change because I mean, like I think the seventh and eighth place teams are like the biggest possible teams to make changes because if they want to make like a final run and, and try to win maybe champs or something. Maybe they'll go towards uh, getting a new player, but I don't know. I want to. We, we got to see Rocker more. They had one match with Mike, who was versus Optic. You got to give him some time because he started off super slow that first map, started bringing it back. Yeah. Got to give him some time to see how they're how they're playing. Yeah, for sure. But Ben, I think you already know how we're gonna end the show. I think you need to sink a pup for us right the fuck now. I got you. Got I you. I think you need to sink it. And I don't listen. I want you to be cold blooded today. I yeah, want you to do better. what you do. I want you to just absolutely fry this play. I want you to listen. I need some good confidence. I'm playing tomorrow. It's gonna be wet. It's gonna be hard. The refs gonna the refs gonna, gonna be, be what? Deep. Zinny, what's wrong with you? Get the get the fuck get your head fuck out the you, gutter. Get, get your head out the fucking gutter. I'm but, sorry, it's gonna be what? But <laughs> but Ben, let's see what you got, Betty. You stepping up to the plate, model on Zinny. You get no socks on today. Jesus. No fucking socks on today. Look at this fucking guy. He's going rogue. Maron. Let's see. He's lining it up. He's going to take the hit. And he sinks the putt nice and easy today. Cold-blooded killer this guy is. Hey, Ben, you've been practicing on that form, haven't you? Yeah, that was a, that was a nice putt. I didn't try and crush it like I did yesterday. Beautiful Nice, putt. easy, straight down the middle. Hopefully I, like I don't that. shoot at 95 tomorrow. I like that, Ben. It's a good putt out of you, and uh, it's always a pleasure to watch you sink some putts or oh, miss. You. Regardless, you went, you missed two in a row yesterday, but I'm happy that you bounced yeah, that back. You got your confidence back. Ben's got his mojo back. I appreciate all the wedges in the chat, but guys, thank you so much for watching another episode of The Flank. I hope you guys did enjoy this episode. Shout out to Parasite for, for coming on. Shout out to Envoy, and uh, shout out to Zinni for hopping on at the, at the very end. But I appreciate you guys watching. We'll obviously be live tomorrow after the matches. And uh, just make sure to like, comment, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Make sure to go follow The Flank on Twitter, uh, at The Flank. Go follow Ben at Ben J. Nassim. Go follow me at Zuma with two A's. Um, and go to anchor.fm slash The Flank if you want to see all the audio sites that we're on, all right? So uh, we appreciate you guys, man, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. Um, we're playing Pro 8s if you want to come spec. Have a good day.